Oh my god, impending doom is heading my way. I better make a fucking podcast then. You're in the doghouse. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast, brought to you by me, D-Roy, the man on Twitter, Instagram, at RoyDog underscore 13, R-O-Y-D-A-W-G underscore 13. How are we doing today on a Monday? Oh, Christ. I don't know how these fucking woke people do it. I just, I'm tired every fucking afternoon. Tired every afternoon. But hey, just to let everybody know, I am safe and sound. I do not go downtown except for one day during the week. I'm talking about downtown Chicago where they have riots and uh, looting going on again, which which is great. So, but trust me. Here at the doghouse, we are not stealing anybody else's information. We are creating our own and using it to our advantage. Thought I'd go through a little bit of ADP uh, today. There's not much going on as far as NFL transactions. Uh, The depth charts are updated. They are fully updated, like gone through with a fine-tooth comb. Uh so you are completely caught up and up to date. We had another update for the AP spreadsheet, so we are good through the ninth. We have actually done almost close to three months. Uh, next weekend will actually be about the three months, uh, three month anniversary from when we started the tracking. So, um, reminder that your your draft guide will be out at the end of the day on sun- next this upcoming Sunday. Um, you will also have my cheat sheet, uh, which will have the tiers and stuff. And I'm only I'm going to cut it down as far as the ADP because it's taken directly from the ADP tracking spreadsheet. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to cut it down to the last three weeks that we've gone through and have the ADP, the overall and in their individual positions, it'll be the same as what you're going to see in the draft guide. So they'll be similar on there. Um, I may just end up just keep going through the ADP and stuff for another week after Um, doubt. Anything's really going to change unless we get uh, any type of real main news, you know, like Darius guys, fucking domestic violence shit so you know we got to deal with that he's out he's gone adrian peterson's gonna end up moving up a little bit nothing major nothing too major so 
But uh, let's see if there's any uh, NFL news. No. Uh, just talking about Darius Geis again. Okay, no. No. Uh, free agent cornerback Logan Ryan views himself as a safety, not a cornerback. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Jaguars defensive end Yannick Ngakwe. I think that's how you say it. I, I'm real fucking getting real close to that. Ngakwe uh, parted ways with his agent. So that's about it. Saints Kamara, not concerned with contracts talks. Okay. And, of course, you know, Derek Carr feels disrespected. Well, we feel disrespected by you, Derek Carr, because we take a shot on you every fucking year, you piece of shit. So nothing real too major going on. If you really want to know what transactions have transpired today, uh, Vinnie Curry resigned with the Philadelphia Eagles, so that's a good signing for them. Uh, Taylor Stallworth was signed by the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Cleveland made a couple of deals here. They cut Jamison Houston, uh, signed Jovan Fair, and Baltimore cut Bronson Rex Steiner. Oh, I liked Rex Steiner. I liked Rex Steiner. I, I, honestly, I, I went through these. Oh, he's a running back. Oh, if you want to know, we'll look at the Cleveland one. Let's see who Jamison Houston was. Jameson. Jameson, where are you? Jameson Houston. Where the fuck are you? I might have cut him already. I cut him already? Won't be out of the ordinary. I'm going to have to look that one up. I don't even have a Jamison Houston. How? Motherfuckers. God damn it. I missed him. Oh, Jamison Houston. He was a cornerback. UDFA out of Baylor. Okay. Nothing too big. Who's Joe Found Fair, though? They signed Joe Von Fair. Who's Joe Von Fair? Ooh, they brought in another offensive guard. Okay. All right, they brought in because they're building a little bit more depth on the line. That's all good. Let's see here. Storm's coming in. Storm's coming in quick. That motherfucker was moving at 50 miles an hour. Uh, Taylor Starlworth, uh, defensive tackle. So, building a little bit more depth along the defensive line for the Colts. That's pretty good. Um, they didn't need him. They needed a linebacker and a safety. Maybe a corner. So, that wasn't all the great. That wasn't, that wasn't the greatest signing. Not very happy with that. What are you doing, Colts? There's probably another COVID IR thing coming. So, but any which way, ADP day, uh, we're going to take a look in here, see if we got any big moves. Um, this week, we did have uh, Daniel Jones jumped up a couple of spots. 
Uh, he is now ahead of Matthew Stafford. Daniel Jones being QB 12, uh, 104 overall. Moved up from QB 14, 117 overall. Uh, I want to say there was another big jump in here, but I could be wrong. I know Tua jumped up a couple of spots. He jumped from QB 32 to 29, so it's nothing real too major in here. Kirk Cousins jumped up a couple of spots to QB 24. Right ahead of Gardner Minshew. Still like Gardner Minshew. Uh, Phillips Rivers dropped a couple of spots. No big deal there. Uh, Nick Foles is now... Uh, he's actually jumped a couple of spots ahead of Mitch Trubisky. Everybody's still kind of on that Nick Foles idea for the Bears. So... The one I'm going to actually keep an eye on is um, uh, guy for Washington. For Washington, where are you? I don't know where the hell he is. I know he was getting drafted. Good Lord. What a shit show this podcast is. This podcast sucks. It's the worst podcast I've ever made. Um, Alex Smith, I'm kind of keeping an eye on. Uh, he is on the pup, but it sounds like he is getting ready to go here. So I'm going to pay attention to that. Um, it's more of DFS type thing, but I kind of want to see if, if he rises up because that can be a big deal for two quarterback leagues. Yeah, nobody's drafting him yet, so we're still good there. All right, let's just go on to running backs. We had a couple of moves here. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, okay. So three, uh, two weeks ago, he was RB17, 29th overall pick. Last week, he went to RB10, 12th overall pick. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, the sensational rookie from Kansas City, is now your RB6 and 7th pick Overall, jumping ahead of Derrick Henry, Miles Sanders, Joe Mixon, who is slipping, and I'm loving it every day. Uh, Kenyon Drake, Aaron Jones, and Nick Chubb. So, Heidi, Heidi, ho. What do I think of that? I would not fucking draft him up that high. I would much rather take Michael Thomas at wide receiver than take a chance on Clyde Edwards-Alaire. And it has nothing to do with Clyde Edwards-Alaire himself. It has something to do with, I don't believe Andy Reid is going to trust this rookie. At least not at first, with a full workload. I have a very different feeling on this than I did a couple years ago when we were dealing with the Spencer Ware-Kareem Hunt situation. Then... It was, yes, Spencer Ware, but if something happens to Spencer Ware, I really like Kareem Hunt. And that's when they were, when Andy Reid was generally using just one singular running back. But now we've seen him switch him in and out. And it was even a little bit on Kareem Hunt's last season two years ago there. 
So I'm hesitant to take Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I like him. He does catch passes. But he is a little guy. So I think you're going to see a little bit of DeAndre Washington, who I'm kind of hooking my wagon to as far as a handcuff. I'm kind of off the Darwin Thompson thing. If you're doing really, really super deep leagues, best ball, maybe I'd take a shot on Darwin Thompson. But DeAndre Washington, in my mind, is going to be the direct backup for Clyde Edwards-Alaire. So definitely pay attention to that. Uh, Let's see where DeAndre Washington is. He's going to be way down here. Yeah, he's going to be RB62, uh, pick 184. So you can get him right at the very end of your draft. I think a lot of people are going to take Darwin Thompson which is going to leave him open. So just be aware of that. That will be in uh, the draft guide. I do put the guys that I believe are going to be the direct backups and the third down backs. So, And I talk about it in each in the RB section. So. Uh, Miles Sanders, I'm still okay with where he's at. I, we're still waiting to see if Devontae Freeman gets signed somewhere. And he could get signed in KC just as well. So we're going to still keep an eye on that. we still got a couple weeks until most of our drafts. So just kind of be aware of it. Uh, like I said, I like that Joe Mixon is dropping. I think it's great. I'll take him wherever he drops. If I'm at the back end of the draft, I will take him there. Okay, I actually did just pause because uh, Tornado Siren went off. Uh, so, But it's gone now, so... I think we're okay, but we're gonna we're gonna play this one by ear. I got my I got my radar going, so we're all good there. Um, yeah, so I'm liking I'm liking some of these guys falling, uh, especially Joe Mixon and Nick Chubb. Aaron Jones, I'm still okay with in there. Uh, Josh Jacobs is stabilized at about uh, RB fourteen, which is about pick sixteen. So actually, he's moved up just a little bit, um, but he's still in a really good spot. Uh, Melvin Gordon stabilized at RB15, overall 25. Leonard Fournette has moved up another spot to RB17, 29th overall pick. I do not really like that. Um, I'm okay with Leonard Fournette. I just wish he wasn't that far up. I was hoping he was going to stay towards the back of the third round, uh, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen. James Conner has dropped. Uh, Jonathan Taylor is stabilized. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is now RB20. He's flipped with Chris Carson, who comes in at RB21. Uh, David Johnson stabilized at 22. So we're all still really good in there. Uh, let's see here. Mark Ingram has moved back up to RB26. Uh, pick 51. Let's see here. Guys of interest. Uh, DeAndre Swift has stayed at the same spot at RB28. Cam Akers has dropped from RB26 to RB29. So we're getting a little bit more value on him now, which is what I like. Oh, gosh. Let's see here. James White has moved up. I don't know why. Tariq Cohen has moved up. I don't know why. Uh, Jordan Howard and Matt Breed are both moving up. I don't know why. Uh, but Alexander Madison has dropped. He's uh, now RB39 from RB37. Uh, overall pick 97. So he's almost there. 
He's almost getting into a really good sweet spot. Uh, he still ends up right in front of Philip Lindsay and Zach Moss. Zach Moss, I'm kind of liking more and more. Uh, I'd like to see his ADP kind of drop a little bit. He is at overall 103. Uh, that's still above Latavius Murray and Keyshawn Vaughn. If Keyshawn Vaughn drops below round 10, I'm actually okay with Keyshawn Vaughn. I know I've said my thing about Ronald Jones. I'm not really interested in the backfield itself, but I'll take a shot on the rookie super late, especially if it's after the 10th round. Uh, Duke Johnson, we don't care about. Tony Pollard, you're still getting good. ADP at 120 overall, RB46. Darius Geis is still getting drafted. So um, a lot of premium handcuffs that are getting in the ooh, into the 11th round, which is really, really good. Um, I'm really enjoying that. Carlos Hyde, man, RB59. 174 overall, so very like last picks of the draft, like in fucking sane. Adrian Peterson moved up to RB60. Get this, RB64. So Geist did a huge drop, right? But Adrian Peterson only moved up five RB spots from 69 to 64. Pick 195 overall. I mean, if everybody's just gonna fucking forget about him, hell yeah, I'll take a shot on him. I'll take a shot on the old man. He's at least a two-down back. Uh, and then you'll stay actually out of, you know, the whole Antonio Gibson uh, uh, sweepstakes. Where is Antonio Gibson? Where the fuck are you? Oh, that's right. He's under the wide receivers. We'll have to take a look over there. He's under wide receiver, but you got to be careful with this because he might be listed as just a straight running back. Uh, he is our uh, wide receiver 59, uh, pick 149, and that is up from wide receiver 65, pick 164. So he's jumped up roughly about 15 slots. So he's still good value right now if you want to take a shot on him late, but he's going to be more of like that third down roll type guy if he wins the spot so um and nobody really of interest down in here yeah you're going to be able to get a lot of premium handcuffs a lot of your premium handcuffs for your studs uh very late in your drafts which is really good we don't want to overpay if we don't have to but you want to definitely secure that that backfield especially if you get a great you know, spot like uh, Saquon Barkley and Zeke Elliott, right? Then you want Tony Pollard, maybe Wayne Gallman for Barkley. Um, you're probably not paying. You're probably not paying to handcuff Kamara because then you're going to end up getting in that conundrum on who to start if Murray happens to have a good week the week before. Um, because you're going to just start Elvin Kamara. As long as Elvin Kamara is on the field, you're going to start him every week. And that, that's the same thing for Nick Chubb versus Kareem Hunt. So just be aware of that. Just be aware of that. Move on to wide receivers here. Michael Thomas has stabilized. Devontae Adams dropped a spot to overall number 11. Uh, we have the flip-flopping again. Julio Jones is now your wide receiver three. Tyreek Hill, wide receiver four. And DeAndre Hopkins, wide receiver five. I'm okay with it. I might actually move Hopkins 
up a spot, but you really can't deny. Ooh, shit. You really can't deny what Tyreek Hill brings to the field. Uh, Hopkins also uh, is moving on to a different team, so he may kind of get lost in the scheme a little bit. He's not going to be the number one guy, like say uh, Devonte Adams or Michael Thomas, where he's going to get the you know incredible amount of targets. They spread the ball around in Arizona, so we need to be aware of that. Chris Godwin, fine. Kenny Galladay has moved up. Uh, right above Allen Robinson. I think that's fine right in there. Mike Evans still a little bit too high with, for me. Wide receiver 9. He's moved ahead of Odell Beckham, who is your wide receiver 10. DJ Moore is now your wide receiver 11. I love DJ Moore, right? I love him. His skill is great. Um, but in this offense, I think wide receiver 11 at pick 35 is too high for him. Cooper Cup has moved back up to wide receiver 12. Uh, we have talked about this, that we wanted to see him kind of drop where Robert Woods is around the wide receiver 17, 18, somewhere in there, and then be fully comfortable with him. With Cooper Cup, the guys behind him I'd rather have. I'd rather have Juju Smith-Schuster, Adam Thielen. Honestly, Adam Thielen I would take before Cooper Cup. Uh, better situation as far as the number one wide receiver. You And if I'm telling you this, you know it's got to be true because I hate fucking Adam Thielen. I hate him. So there's that. I might even take a shot on Calvin Ridley on there, but I'm not going to overpay for Calvin Ridley. I think the back end, uh, he's about middle to early uh, fourth round, which I think is okay still. Um, I'd like to see him slip back a little bit more. He is in front of Amari Cooper. Um who I think is kind of getting disrespected. But if you're going to tell me I can get Amari Cooper in the fourth round, I will take Amari Cooper in the fourth round, and I will and I will be happy with it. Robert Woods at wide receiver 17, 43rd pick overall, so he's right about in the middle of the fourth round, which is great. Still ahead of A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, Cortland Sutton, uh, who I think is still getting disrespected being at the beginning of the fifth round. Um, D.J. Chark has fallen. He's now wide receiver 22, uh, number uh, 55 overall pick. That is a fall, uh, eight spot drop from pick 47. So he's clearly in the fifth round. You're going to have to reach in the fourth if you really, really want him because I think he is going to definitely get snagged up before it hits the fifth round. Keenan Allen, I think. <sighs> I like Keenan Allen as a player. I don't like having Tyrod Taylor there. Um, you are getting tremendous value. still a wide receiver, too, but at wide receiver 23 and pick 58 overall. I think that's great, right next to Tyler Lockett. Uh, Devontae Parker, I'm, I'm skipping. I would much rather have Marquise Brown at wide receiver 26 and pick 62 overall. And I'm going to take another break here because I do not know what's going on and i need to check this out so i'm gonna take a break i'll be right back it'll it'll absolutely sound like it never fucking left and just like that we're back all right now the major part of the storm's done there's supposed to be another wave coming through so we'll see what happens had a little bit of a blink on my power and that was about it but that blink of power Decided to send all my forms from my bigger screen back to my laptop. 
So that was fantastic. So let's keep going here through some of the wide receivers. Like I said, uh, as far as Devontae Parker goes, I'm going to stay away. I'd rather take a shot on Marquise Brown. Wide receiver 26, 62nd pick overall. That's pretty good value on him. Uh, Tyler Boyd is definitely now ahead of A.J. Green at wide receiver 29 and pick 70 overall. I like him. I like Michael Gallup even more at wide receiver 30 and pick 71 overall. Uh, let's see. Will Fuller is stabilized. Jarvis Landry, who is on the active pup list right now, uh, comes in at wide receiver 33, 76 overall. So he just keeps dropping like every single year. I'll take another shot on him as long as he comes back to practice. I uh, have no problem with that, even though Cleveland has hinted that they are going to go to a 12 formation with the two tight ends. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Marvin Jones is always is always good at wide receiver 36, so back-end wide receiver 3 can play like a high-end 3, low-end 2. Uh, let's see, anything else in here? Debo Samuel is wide receiver 39 at pick 94. I'd rather see him get into the 10th round or later before I take a shot on him. Uh, with the Liz Frank injury, you always have a concern there. I'd rather waste the pick in the double-digit rounds rather than the single-digit rounds. Now we kind of get into our rookies. CeeDee Lamb is your top rookie as far as ADP at wide receiver 41, nine, pick 99. Jerry Judy at wide receiver 44, pick 108. Jalen Rager, pick 46. Pardon me, wide receiver 46, pick 118. Henry Ruggs right behind him at wide receiver 47, pick 119. I uh, really do like Henry Ruggs. Don't listen to this whole, he's going to be in the slot. Um, he's going to be flip flipping in and out uh, between his outside wide receiver position and the slot, which is good. It's going to get him open on many of occasion. Uh, should be the wide receiver one for the Las Vegas Raiders. So you're getting really good value there. Anthony Miller at wide receiver 50, pick 126, so 11th round, not bad. Mike Williams even. Uh, at pick 51, 129. I don't mind him there, just ahead of Justin Jefferson. Uh, Brashard Perryman, like him back there. There's a lot of guys in the back end that I really, really like. Uh, Perryman. Uh, Preston Williams, I will take a shot on. He's pick 139, wide receiver 54. He comes in right before Sammy Watkins, who we're not going to take a look at, especially with Golden Tate, Deshaun Jackson there. Uh, Michael Pittman. Comes in at wide receiver 58, 146 overall, so right at the back end of the draft. So I'd rather take a definitely take a shot on Pittman before I ever take a shot on fucking Watkins again. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, uh, very, very good value at wide receiver 62 and 158 overall. And here comes the second part of the storm. Let's see if we can keep this going, though. Uh, Alan Lazard, I will take a shot on. Uh, wide receiver 64, 165 overall. Randall Cobb definitely in Houston in the slot. I like him there. Uh, wide receiver 68, 187. So a lot of these guys are coming right at the very, very back at the end of the draft, if not drafted at all. Denzel Mims, uh, maybe. Uh, LaVisca Chenault, no. Uh, Steven Sims, I'm not going to buy into that bullshit. Uh would have to say I don't want you to do that either. And let's see, we got Cole Beasley, wide receiver 81, 239. So that's a guy to kind of look out for. 
back into your draft, especially since I'm going to be expanding uh, my work league draft. We're going to go from 16 players picked to 18, so we're going to add two bench spots uh, for COVID uh, IR spots on there so keep a look on there Dontrell Inman has come in finally uh, he just signed with Washington uh, wide receiver 100 pick 346 uh, he's definitely a guy to kind of keep an eye on especially if Alex Smith comes back I think he's really going to like Inman um, in that spot there nothing else I'm really looking at here So many wide receivers. Nope. 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 Tight ends. Let's see. We did have a couple of switches here. Yeah, Mike Kazicki and Rob Gronkowski switched uh, or flip flopped. Kazicki is now your tight end 11. Gronkowski is your tight end 12. With all the guys that opted out of Miami, as far as wide receivers, Gazicki's kind of becoming a little bit more appealing to me, but I'd still like to get him in the late uh, rounds, if at all possible. Uh, overall pick, 114. Rob Gronkowski is 116. I'm off. Rob Gronkowski, I'm not going to take a shot on him there. I'd rather take a shot. If you're looking at, say, Gazicki, Rob Gronkowski, I'd actually like to take a shot on Dallas Goddard if he's going to be the tight end 14 at 128 overall. Uh, he slides in right behind Austin Hooper and right in front of Noah Fant and Johnny Smith, who everybody gets a boner about Johnny Smith. I'm not worried about it. Jack Doyle, I may take a shot on if I'm doing two tight ends for the league. Uh, guru sensation Jay Sternberger. Comes in at tight end 24, 188 overall. If they flip him out to the slot because he's more of a move tight end, then I'm okay with it. Um, but I kind of want to see what happens with the practices and stuff. We don't get any preseason games, so that's really going to hurt everything in there. Uh, not really too worried in here. Keeping an eye on Devin Asiasi, uh, not Dalton Keene. As far as the rookies for New England with Matt Lacoste opting out. Um, anybody else in here they really, really like? <laughs> Dan Arnold jumped up. There was some talk out of Arizona about Dan Arnold last Monday. Uh, he went from tight end 64 to tight end 51. So nothing, uh, nothing really of interest in here. We'll flip over to the defenses and take a look. So, San Francisco, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Buffalo, New England Patriots, all stabilized one through five. I'm a little bit lower on New England Patriots, though, um, just because of all the opt-outs in there. They are very, very thin at linebacker, and that is really concerning that they haven't really addressed that issue, uh, especially since uh, guys like... Um, God, I'm brain farting, so I'll just go to the page here. Uh, guys like Dante Hightower and Patrick Chung, they have opted out, um, which put a lot of cash back on the board. They're actually $36 million above the sa uh, above the salary cap limit, or below the salary cap limit, I should say. So I'm kind of surprised that they haven't tried to bring in some linebackers. They may be waiting to see if anybody gets cut or they can get a good deal on a 
linebacker. Saints have gone up to number six. Tampa went up to number seven and just had another blink. <laughs> just had another blink out. Uh, power is still on. It allowed me to record because uh, I'm offline when I'm recording here. And my printer just scared the shit out of my cat. So we're going to finish this up here real quick in here. So Saints have moved up to six. Tampa Bay moved up to seven. Kansas City Chiefs moved up to eight. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers stabilized at nine. So if I'm going to take the New England Patriots, I'm probably slipping them definitely behind the Saints. Maybe the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't know about the Chiefs quite yet. Um, Chicago Bears have kind of got, have gone down. Uh, four spots. They went from uh, defense number six to defense number ten. L.A. Rams stabilized at eleven. I'm just going to go through all these. Um, Rams. I'm okay with there. Minnesota Vikings at twelve. I think it's a little bit high. Philadelphia Eagles. I think need to be really looked at now. With you know, it's interesting. Vinnie Curry resigned uh, with them finally, so they are defense number thirteen. I would probably put them up. Uh, somewhere right up about where the Chargers and Bears are, to be honest. Uh, Indianapolis Colts, we talked about. They have dropped to 14, but I do like them as a top 12. Uh, Tennessee Titans at 15 is probably about right. Seattle Seahawks went down to 16. Denver Broncos at 17. That's a, t- that's a defense that we need to watch. I'd have them up a little bit higher, probably about 13, 14, somewhere in there. Uh, Cleveland, I'm okay with. Dallas Cowboys, not so much. Green Bay Packers at defense number 20. I think that's a little bit disrespectful for what they did, but it is tough because they relied on a lot of turnovers last year. Um, So whether or not they can do it again, if they stay healthy, it should be okay. Okay, still haven't blink out power, but I am running on my battery and my computer. Um, I'm going to turn this monitor off, even though my surgeon, uh, off stupid. So that Jesus Christ, quit blinking, quit blinking here. Yeah. And that's coming down hard now. So, uh, after Green Bay Packers, I'm not really looking at the Redskins, Jets, Panthers, Houston Texans, Jaguars. Uh, Arizona Cardinals, Miami Dolphins, Atlanta Falcons, Vegas Raiders, New York Giants, Detroit Lions, and Cincinnati Bengals. I think we're going to just go ahead and cross everything off from 21 and down. Um, They'll be on the do not draft list. So that's pretty much it. Um, Take a look at the depth charts. Definitely see where the problem areas are, especially for some of these teams' defenses, and kind of get familiar with it. Um, because we're going to be dealing with a lot in DFS stuff that we're going to be taking a look at uh, very much during, you know, in and out every week when we get into using the main spreadsheet of DFS, and you can use that for seasonal as well. So, but uh, since I got this other storm coming on, I'm going to have to get this turned off. So, and I'm going to have to wait this out before I can start doing some more writing. But, uh, hey, uh, hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, Dennis M. Roy, if you're interested. Uh, if you are listening to the podcast and you want any of the spreadsheets, any of the depth charts and stuff, just DM me on either 
on any of the formats that I had mentioned. Uh, Venmo, if anybody cares to donate, Dennis-Roy-14 over there. And uh, without uh, further ado, I'm out of here. And I'll talk to you later this week. Peace.